0: March 17th, 2015, Season 1, Episode 1. This is Motorcycle Man. Vest on, people! It's Motorcycle Man! Welcome to Motorcycle Man. I'm Ted, and I'm here with... uh, Tim, how are you, everybody? Chicken hawk,
1: chicken hawk.
0: What's going, brother? All right, how are you? Freaking peachy, man. What's going I'm getting,
1: on? I'm getting tired of this weather. I'm telling you that.
0: Tired bad. of the weather. Yeah, we're you know, uh, those of you who don't know, we're uh, <laughs> you obviously don't. We're here in New Jersey, and uh, though so we had uh, 60 degrees today,
1: yeah, that was nice.
0: It's Unfortunately, nice. we
1: are working, you know, we are working, to break the bikes out and get going here, yeah. but it's not going to happen. No, <laughs> anytime no, no, soon, not, not anytime it's soon. It's get cold not. now.
0: Yeah, we got, we're down to uh, about 40 degrees, maybe lower right now, and it's supposed to drop into the 20s again, and, and then throughout the whole week, and I believe next week, it's supposed to still only be in the 40s.
1: Well, that's not good.
0: Yeah. The only thing we can do now is just stare at our bikes and maybe start them up. Well, I managed to
1: get mine out of the shed. I keep it there in the summer. You Did that? Uh, did
0: you do that over the weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, I got it out. Unfortunately, so it, from, from, from my shed to my driveway, is all mud. Now I had to I had to get cardboard from work to put down and and get it on there and then my, my son is uh, negotiating the cardboard back and forth so I can get over and finally I did get it out
0: and, and as I your shed I is... wanted to keep
1: driving but <laughs> it was too damn cold so,
0: so and your shed is like I, I guess 35, 40 no, feet no it's about fifty feet about fifty and feet right, from the, from I where didn't the I have enough cardboard no and I, I guess suppose eventually there will be a a, a garage. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. a dream, you know. It's a but dream. It, <laughs> so right now. It's so either the bike or the garage. So, What's the point of it? So garage? you took your, your bike out of hibernation. Yes, right. I did. Now, throughout the course of the winter, did you take the bike out at all to ride? Oh, no. No. no I don't, when, when, I did don't, you, when did you put it to bed? I don't like the cold. Okay. Well.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, being I'm in the cold all day, oh, as, as a as mailman, like, I, uh, want, right, I don't a, want to be out in the cold on my motorcycle. Now, a, fair enough, I do have the big. Bike, and I do have the, all the fairings. It would help to yeah, limit there, it to a point, but little, still,
0: but still, no, you're getting. <laughs> I just know it's my cold. head's going
1: to get cold. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, not going to be fun.
0: Now, since how you did not take it out, all, when when was when did you put it to bed?
1: Um, I gotta say, in the beginning of January, because uh, Feb December, November, and December weren't wasn't too bad.
0: Oh, so you put it, so you didn't pack it up until January. January right? So, oh. it's
1: only been there a couple months. My <laughs> all right,
0: you know? um, just took your mic back. Right, there you go, it's better. Um, really? Yeah, wow. so
1: that's not bad. I don't, yeah. I don't mind. I, I, and when I do that, I take it off the insurance for street riding, but it's covered for any oh, accidental damage. Saying, yeah. so, right,
0: which is a good point for our well, fellow yeah, bikers who don't, leave it don't on ride sure. in the winter. Don't leave give
1: you that option to do that and with all your insurance companies to take it off of the street. But you can still cover it for uh, damage. So right. Keep that in mind, because uh, you don't. Even if you're storing it someplace, even though they may have their own insurance to cover that stuff, it's better for you to have your own insurance to back yourself up.
0: A good point. And this public service announcement has been brought to you by the Chicken Hog. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not so fortunate as to have a shed to store my yet. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. that right. will happen very soon. Probably within the next three months or so. I'll be now, brilliant.
1: now the, the the big talk about is having a uh, cover versus a shed.
0: Now, well, the, there is there's there's good and bad about that. the The good about having just a simple cover is if you want to take your bike out, you know, boom, you're, you just basically just flop it over and you're out of there. Uh, the downside to that is if you want to do some maintenance on your bike, if you True. want someplace right. dry to work on your bike. And you, you got to wait for a clean day. You got to wait for a clean day. <laughs> um, you know, right now with my bike, it's outside. Right. I have, a, I have, a, I have a really good cover for it and it keeps the, it, it, I would say it's out of the elements. It keeps the rain off. It keeps the snow off, but and
1: you don't have moisture building and up. I don't have moisture right. building
0: up. You know, it, it's, it's great in that respect. But if I want to start my bike, that's a different story.
1: Now, is that fuel-injected?
0: It is fuel-injected. So well, first of all, really no
1: well,
0: well, you do have a problem if it's like 10 degrees and your your oil is and you like And should be riding your bike at 10 it's, degrees. Well, no, but you should be out there you know, caressing your bike and kissing oh, it well. and hugging it and, and of course, you know, starting know That's why it. I have a shit. <laughs> That's why you have a shit. <And> <laughs> shit. <laughs> there you go. Oh, right. But um, being that as it may, you know, when it's 10 degrees, your oil is like molasses, glue. Right. Pick your favorite sticky thing. Um, maybe not everything, but you know <laughs> why do you gotta <laughs> go? go there? Why we gotta, why do we gotta how go Because go. that's what we do. Uh, and it just was so what what we do for us folks who keep our bikes outside is we of course we have our bikes on the um, on the charger, on the trickle charger keep right, it going. Absolutely. And of course we have our bikes some of us I know I well, have it. the you have the heater. I got the, how, I got is, the how is that heater. working out? The heater is great. And because now what's the brand
1: name of that? Uh,
0: it's a heater. <laughs> we'll call it a heater. <laughs> um, it actually is kind of like an off brand. I, and I, off the top of my head, I honestly don't recall what it is. But it's a, a simple heater that you plug in. It's magnetic. You can stick it anywhere on the engine that has a flat spot for it to stick to. They say you should stick it to your, uh, your oil case uh, or your oil tank or underneath the bike. So that... Basically, the heat just keeps that warm, but um, because I particularly have a chrome oil tank, I don't want to put anything magnetic on it to scratch it, but there is a nice little how, spot. How strong is the magnet?
1: You, uh, oh, it's good. It's really strong. You can put a piece of uh,
0: something between it and the magnet. I could, but be where I have it. I have it, uh, you know, when you got a V-twin, you got space there, so I just so happen to have some space where I was able to put the magnet kind of sort of like in between the V portion by the cylinders and by the block and it kept the engine nice and warm and it was you know I went out there a couple of times when it was you know minus negative nothing zero <laughs> below everything degrees and uh, which
1: was most of the winter which was most
0: of the winter and it actually started right up uh, I only had one problem before I got the heater where I couldn't start the bike up at all and again that's because well it was I think it was like 5 And I went out to go start the bike, and it just, it wasn't going to have it. It's a, yeah. See, I went out there once a week, and I started it in the shed.
1: Unfortunately for me, I didn't pay attention that my cover was resting on my exhaust. So I'm here Uh letting it run. Mm -hmm. Now, I I concocted these little uh, exhaust pipes that went outside, so it wouldn't build up.
0: You concocted.
1: Uh, Yeah, exactly. I put together. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, it worked out good, but like I said, I didn't realize my cover was resting on my te- my exhaust pipes, and it melted my my. Cover
0: and oh, so now you have a gaping hole. I have a eye.
1: gaping hole. It's in the back, though. But I still, matter. I'm going to get something else. I, yeah. really, I got to get something else. And you
0: now you've got also goo stuck on your exhaust pipe.
1: Yeah, well, what I'll do is run it enough, and then run a close-up <laughs> and It'll come right <laughs> you, off. You hope. <laughs> let's hope.
0: Let's <laughs> well, well, brief. I tell you what. Before we go any further, let's 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 talk about the bikes. Um, tell us what. You, tell our listeners what you have.
1: What I have. I have a uh, 2002 electric Glide. And a classic. Loved the bike. But uh, I just got that this, just last year. So be, it was last year. April was, of last year. It was April. Was it April, really April
0: of last yes. year? No kidding. So
1: I had it for the entire summer.
0: Wow. I didn't think you had got it that, that long ago.
1: Yes. And wow. uh, before that, I had the Yamaha, which was a beautiful bike.
0: And, and, oh, tell us about the Yamaha. That was, well, a, no, that, visit, does that, let let that was, it,
1: yeah, well, let's start I, from the I, beginning. What, what, what I got started, I always wanted a bike, okay? And here here's a problem for a lot of people that want to get bikes is that either they don't have somebody to ride with or anybody to guide them how to get there. Right. And, and at the time, this was like 30, 35 years ago, having those courses weren't readily available. And it's not something no. people, and Back the then internet just, was not there. No. And so you had to have somebody tell you what to do. Somebody said, right.
0: You want to learn how to ride the bike? Yeah. Well, get on. Right, right. And we'll exactly. start it up, see that handle, just let it go, and it'll take you, and that's pretty and much I it. And I remember
1: uh, f- I was working at, uh, at, at Walt Disney, of all places, and at the time, the guy was selling a motorcycle. And it was not. It was more of an Enduro.
0: Oh, yeah. What
1: a, was cr- that? a cross between a motorcycle. So he took me over to his house at lunchtime one time, says, Oh, try this out. You might like it, because I wanted to get one. And. I've never rode a bike before, and in the driveway, had no trouble. He told me what to do, and I did it. And it, I wanted to get it. I just didn't have the money for it.
0: Right. And That's course, usually the case. And of then, then, wants then, you know, bike. you walk away with your head hanging down.
1: Little, uh, I couldn't get it. So, <laughs> hence, 30 years later, I finally had a friend who had a scooter, and he was. Constantly bugging me. Oh, you got to get a scooter. Get a scooter. Why? Well, I, I got to get my license first. I'll help you. So he helped me out. Oh, there you go. With the license. That was Mike, and, right? right that Mike, was Mike, yep, yeah, Mike. He gave me the uh, the scoot- He Let me use the scooter. A one fifty. And take it out. And Do you remember what test. brand that
0: was? Was that a Honda? And it was a
1: Yamaha. It was a Yamaha yeah. one fifty. Okay. Yep. And uh, so I remember that. Yeah. So he <laughs> the first time we took it out together, I got my permit, and she said, "Oh, let's go out riding." First time we go riding. We get about two miles from where we started, and it started downpouring <laughs> harder than it's ever downpoured. And it's like I couldn't your see. That would initiation. Right, exactly. Now, he's driving like yeah. crazy because he's been riding forever. and
0: Well, he's a little out there
1: anyway. Yeah, well, besides that. <laughs> and I just had to pull over because I couldn't see anymore. Right. My glasses were just all rain. I couldn't see anything. And that ended that. But after a while, I finally I started riding more. And I, I tell you, I recommend that to anybody just beginning to ride. It's an
0: ideal thing. There's a lot of companies out there that are offering uh, lessons for people with, on a, for a scooter to get their motorcycle license. And they do it on a scooter. And there's many companies that do that. In fact, I remember when you and Chris... When to get your license for your test, there, were, there was another company there with scooters on the back right. of their truck.
1: But did you know that they changed the law in New Jersey?
0: Oh, no uh, kidding. Yeah. Anything under
1: uh, 500 cc's is considered a different class of license. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so in order to get a license for a motorcycle now, you need to have a bike over 500 cc's. Wow. Now, they, now Yamaha and um, uh, what's the other one? Well, Yamaha has a 600 cc Oh, that's scooter, right. Okay, Walhaa well, so, does have a bigger one, right. too. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to go that route, I recommend getting a small scooter for anybody trying to get a license, just to get the idea of having power under you. That that's a big thing. And I, because I mean, a lot of people are not familiar with that, and you get that uh, if you get that throttle freeze, that's the last thing you want. And the best thing to do is have that on a small thing before you get it on a big
0: bike. I tell you, I was in Little um, <clears> Baxter. I was in uh, Bermuda. One time, and we always, one of the things that we always did when we went to Bermuda, we, we would rent the, the scooters in Bermuda to get around town. Now, the, everybody, all the tourist agencies always tell you, don't rent a scooter, don't rent a scooter, because, well, they're right on the other side of the road, on the left. Now, for me, it was easy to pick up; it was like one, two, three, and I got it. But there was a lot of people there who, like you had said, they've never been on a bike before, and they get that throttle freeze. You know, something's going wrong, and they just hold on to the throttle. And now, instead of, you know, just getting off the bike. Because what they're not thinking is that right. their
1: hands are controlling where yeah, it's going. Exactly, they're, they're just saying, I'm holding on for dear life. Right. <laughs> not realizing that they're the cause of the problem. And
0: I saw one woman, she just, she lost, she was sitting at a traffic light and lost her balance. And she, I, the bike actually, she stepped off, but the bike hit the ground, but she was still holding on to the throttle. And the bike Basically, it started to take off and going sideways into circles, and she kept holding on to it. So I, I got over there real quick, and I, and I grabbed the bike, and I took her hand off of it, and I shut it off, and I said, where did you get this? And she told me, and I said, what I want you to do is bring it back, and don't ever get back on it again. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I think you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah. You want but, to
0: die in Bermuda.
1: <laughs>
0: well, it's not a bad place There's to die, well, but that's not how you want right, to die. Right, exactly.
1: You know? I wasn't looking at the ocean. <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. Looking at the so, so you went from the scooter, and then I, I got a bigger scooter. You got the I got bigger two fifty. Yes, a I remember ja, that.
1: One. A, a Japanese model.
0: Was it Japanese or Chinese? Oh, Chinese. Was a what? Chinese model? Whatever it What's was. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> the, chi- no, the difference <laughs> like, is the Japanese. the difference is the Japanese one would have kept running.
1: Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I was having problems with that, but that that two fifty was great because I got it back and forth to work, and I learned how to handle it bigger bike this was the biggest one they made and
0: we did and we did a lot of long rides i had my sports store at the time right and uh you and uh, chris and myself we did i remember uh, i was like that had to be like two years ago two yeah, or three years I, ago uh, my friend loaned me his right shirt. we loaned <laughs> and chris rode that one we did some uh riding out in western jersey that was a lot of fun um I think that's the same weekend we blew by a cop, and he pulled up to us at the traffic. Did you see at, me back there? Slow at, down. At least <laughs> pretend you saw <laughs> me. He <laughs> was cool though. That yeah. was good. <laughs> right. um, so, so now you got this two fifty scooter. You had right. that for about what, three, four years? Yeah, you?
1: and then and then from that, uh, I'm delivering on my route one day, and a guy took his motorcycle out, and it wasn't running. He's going. He's getting ready. To jump start it with a with a car that's running, <laughs> and I said, "Don't do that." Now, if anybody doesn't know this, you don't do that. You have to do uh, jump a motorcycle with the car off because of the voltage. Anyway, so I told him how to do it, and he finally got it running. And then he said he was selling the bike, which was a Yamaha uh, V Star six hundred and fifty, and that was a beautiful. And that bike. was a major it improvement. Only, right, it only had six hundred miles on it when I got it.
0: Now, that's nothing.
1: That's exactly it. It's like a brand new bike, and the thing I, I, was. I think mega- I put that
0: many miles on while just walking to my kitchen.
1: Right, and that thing was super clean. So I was. It was, I it was had a that, very pretty bike, and, and I he had, had that for a while. That was. Didn't he have louder pipes on it? He would. He had. Uh, yeah, he had the uh, Cobras on there. Yeah, the Cobras But I, I right. took them off because I don't, I'm not a I'm not a loud pipe save lives guy. I know my. It's okay. Our, our brother is. This <laughs> and I, is very much right? a <laughs> And we'll have that argument later. <laughs> right now, it's not my you. thing because I got I got neighbors, I got family. I don't want to disturb everybody just to ride my bike. It's not my thing. No. But uh, just last year, uh, I wanted a bigger bike because I I finally had the confidence to get into
0: something. Well, bigger. let me ask you before we move. On, how many miles did you put? On the Yamaha while you had it, because you had the Yamaha for about two years, didn't you? Yes, and surprisingly,
1: um, only about a thousand. Because gotta remember, at the point at that time, you were not nearby at the time,
0: right? I I I don't
1: know, you weren't around here. And and Chris didn't have a bike at the time, and I had nobody to really ride with, so basically it was me. Just doing little little jaunts by myself. I was and that, yeah, I, was I like to ride with people.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Okay, because I do. I, I, do. I don't know that's a thing. I have I have to ride with somebody. That's quite that's quite right. Man, a lot of people like that. I, I prefer to ride with a group or mm. with somebody else. You know, I'll ride. A by A group myself. is fun. A group yeah. is fun. You oh, absolutely. Know? It,
1: it makes gives it more. Well, excitement. At what
0: point does a group become not fun? When it's a thousand. Well,
1: a group is not <laughs> right. Yeah, well, yeah, right. when
0: you go to these rides, but a group is not fun when when
1: it's about the destination and not about the ride. Exactly.
0: Well, you're right. That
1: that bothers me. And that's a, a th- I have a lot of uh, guys I work with who... Not a lot, but I have a couple guys guys who like to drive from bar to bar. And, and that's a and thing. It's a thing. It's and a thing. I, that's their thing. I that's mean, right. having the motorcycle is just a mode of transportation to get <laughs> to the next a, bar. It's a
0: way to get to the bar. And they can sit yeah.
1: there and talk about motorcycles. But that's not my thing. I want to ride. That's what I got the motorcycle for.
0: Now, with the, now with the Yamaha, you were, um, it, was a, it was a light bike. I remember yes. how light that yes, bike it was. was. Very good. Because uh, like it, it's all aluminum. Yeah, well. It, and it's it sat really. It, it it actually. I know you felt it was too small for you. After a while, it started to feel small because I started,
1: you know, I grew out of it basically. You know, uh-huh.
0: and that's, that's the, I think.
1: If I look back on it, I think I did it the right way. I oh, started with a scooter, to a small bike, and then I went to the, of course, the gigantic bike. <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> should, <laughs> I, I think
0: everybody should like do that progression. You know, get the get the scooter to start with, get a, a another size bike up, an actual motorcycle, right. just to get used to the feel of it, and working you know, with the clutch. Exactly. And that's a big thing for a lot of people. Is, is the clutch? I know I know a lot of Shifting people say, I would rather not have to shift. Well. That's the part of the experience, you know. Right. Shifting is one thing, and then of course you then you graduate to the bike you really want. There are people who just say, "I want the electric Glide Ultra," and then they right. go out there and, and, they got, and they got this motorcycle that's bigger than their car. <laughs> and, well, that's that,
1: basically what happened to me because I went in, because this last year I I'm, I'm started getting itched for the bigger bike, and I saw on eBay I found this the bike exactly what I wanted, and I've always wanted one of these bikes.
0: Well, you and were very, uh, a great price. You were very victory for a while.
1: Uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I am still victory. But you have to put it in perspective. If I was to go on a very long ride yeah. and I broke down and I say, where's the closest victory deal? Everybody would shrug, shrug their shoulders and say, I have no idea. Right. But if you say, where's the Harley dealer? Everybody has an answer.
0: This is true. Yeah. And,
1: and that's what it comes down to is availability.
0: Yeah, you know, absolutely,
1: and, and and I can't, you can't go for long rides
0: and get stuck. Just well, just an hour area. I only know of one victory dealer. You down by you? No, 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 no. The, the victory dealer that is out by Lebanon, which is uh, about forty-five minutes we west know of the us. The one
1: in Edison too. There's one in Edison. There, there is the
0: one west. in Edison. Okay, so that's only just a few minutes away. I, I'm actually, unaware that that the, existed.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the Yamaha. They're not, they're oh, not that's the right. The, they're the, rather the rather Honda
0: than, dealer. Right, that's oh, the. Uh, they right. have the, it's a multi. Right, that's the one over in Touchin. Right. And that's where they have. But the, that's what
1: I'm saying. So that's the reason I, I I'm st- I still like the Victor. I think it's a very sleek looking bike. I've never ridden one. I would like to try one. And I well, think when we go to Maricade, I think I will try one. There you go. Because I think that's, I, I, I think it, to me, it looks like the Cadillac version of motorcycles. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's what it looks like to me. That's the feel I get when I look at it.
0: It is, you know. I tell you what, it's well. You got Arlen Ness designing those bikes, yeah, and, and, I, and they've taken that. I I don't know anything about their their operation, how their engines are. I haven't heard anything negative about them, right? Um, I ha- do. I see that many on the road. Mm, no, right. nowadays mean, we don't see on the road well, right now, no, right? <laughs> not, no, no not now. <laughs> no, we won't see anything for a while. But no, I don't see that many on the road, and and that, that's that's one of the things that that baffles me about that it's such a great bike you know from what i can tell it gets great reviews but you don't see anybody riding them and i don't know why but anyway I mean, so I, now now so now you got this electric glide classic right
1: so i uh, now at the time when i got it you went with me and i That's had right. and i had i had um I had a foot problem at the time, so I couldn't put pressure on my foot. So that's you, right. You had to drive it home for me. <laughs> that's right. And, and, and in all honesty, I was basically nervous because I never had anything that big before, and I wanted right. to do it—do my little riding local—and not drive a hundred miles my right. first time riding a big bike. We went down to uh, Pennsylvania,
0: Pennsylvania, and as it turns out, it's—it's uh, <laughs> it's about a mile from where I got my bike. Yeah, really. Yeah. And the guy I bought it for
1: was fantastic. He had all the records for it and. He took really everything Harley, which was great, and I couldn't ask for a better bike. I mean, it has a new engine. Well, yeah, I, he had. The, he
0: gave you two sets of pipes on that bike. Oh
1: yeah, I got. He gave me a lot of stuff for it, and uh, so, so <laughs> after you dropped it off that day for me, and then the next day I decided to go for a ride for the first time. I'm taking out this big bike now. Here, with your bad foot. Right. Well. I think I'm, I'm going to be okay. So I, I, I ride. I go, I'm I see, doing good. I know where this now, is going. Now, now, I'm going good. Now, I've never had a big bike, and if anybody has ever had a big bike, the one thing you don't do is put your brakes on, your front brake on, in a turn. Did not know this at the time because <laughs> I've always had the light bike. Right. I pressed the Wait. front brake, and the bike went down. Not that it went down hard, just down. <clears throat> <laughs> Where now, it, it's now. It,
0: it laid over it, right. d- it took and,
1: a and now, in this course now i 'm trying to figure out how do I pick this thing up because i didn 't even bother to check if this thing falls, how am I going to pick it up, which is an idiotic thing because I need to know how to pick this thing up if it falls, so i 'm here pushing with all my might trying to get it, and some guy was walking by, and he helped me get it back up. And I felt so foolish. <laughs> uh, yeah. First thing I did when I came back was, how do you pick up a freaking bike when it No, I learned how to do that. So, And I've been riding. And then I took a course called uh, ride, ride Like a Pro.
0: That's a great course. And I tell you,
1: it, it really taught me a mm-hmm. lot. And I feel so much more confident now riding. It's great. I think it's a great thing.
0: And we have, you and I have yet to ride together. No, that's not true. We did ride together with, I had my sports star at the time. And we did do a ride. And Chris had with his Yamaha. That's right. We went out. That's right, we did do a ride. Oh yeah, yeah. That was last summer. That was that mm-hmm. was a fun ride. Uh, but that's great. I mean so and now that bike came with the Reinhardts were on it? Yeah, Reinhardts were on it. And then I put the back
1: the original pipes weren't as loud. Right. And it's true dual. It's not uh, it's not oh. one side dual, it's true dual. Pipes coming on both sides, so which is well, nice. Yeah, those
0: Reinhardts were screaming loud. My I God. still
1: have them. I just don't want to put them on. Just, I, I don't want to rack, well, I am house and dishes falling off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do
0: remember when I was riding it back uh, from Pennsylvania when we, when we picked it yeah, up. It had the Reinharts on it then. And we had the Reinharts on it at the time. And I was thinking while I was riding it, because it, had, it has the, had the satellite radio hookup on it mm-hmm. already. And I was just thinking like, how am I, I, can't, how could you possibly even hear this thing? Because my head was like, it was reverberating in my head the whole way back. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but it did have a, your bike does have the GPS on it. Now was is that a. Now, now it's something he put on. Oh, I think, he, he on.
1: I don't know if it was a, an actual Harley version of it, but it's an old, it's obviously from 2002.
0: That, that is, that a, uh, is, that? is that a what uh, is that a Garmin? Is a Garmin? Yeah. Okay. So, now okay. you can update the maps on that too. Um, so. I'm
1: sure I can. I mean, the I one mean, time when
0: I I used it when we were coming back, and it, it, it's kind—I of, it, would say it's kind of distracting because it is by your left hand, and you're like you want to like look at it and see what. Yeah, but it's, know, the why. thing is, it's it's it's
1: if you look at this thing, it's like one of our old console TVs.
0: Yes, and it's it's, it's,
1: it's a big unit.
0: It, it is. And it, it's just
1: funny to look at. <laughs> But I don't know if I want to get a new one or leave this just for the nostalgia of it. <laughs> because it still works, and it's just seen this big TV thing. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things
0: I noticed on, on, on your bike is that you have the, uh, the Harley-Davidson clock. Yes. Now, I've got the Harley-Davidson clock also on my bike. Right. Now, it's, sometime during this wonderful winter we've had, it stopped working. <laughs> battery dead. So I took it off mm-hmm. to figure out, well, I'll change the battery. Do you know I can't figure out how to change the battery on that thing? <laughs> there is no there's nothing on the back. Well, it's like I did so. Oh, you did? <laughs> if I could do it, uh, you are going to have to show me how to do that because I can't figure <laughs> out how to do that. So, um, so let's hear about your your motorcycle well, experience I, I, from a, the beginning. Let's so get nostalgic here for a second. Um, you may may or may not remember this. Maybe back Cuba? No, 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 no. It's further back than that. I was, uh, I think, I was like ten or eleven. And you were, I guess, nine at the time, or uh, something like yeah, that, okay, Yeah, maybe yeah. like that. And Dad took us up to some friends up in Croton on Hudson, right, which is up in New York. And the clowns are here, and uh, I can't remember who the friends were he had, but the the, the father said, all I can remember is the word was cur. It was never car. It was cur. Cur, right? <laughs> Welcome to New York. And uh, he said, "Do you guys want to ride motorcycles?" And we were like. Okay, and do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. He I took think I was to, too
1: young at the time.
0: You know, you did ride. He had these small uh, Yamaha. Uh, I don't remember this. dirt bikes, and uh, he took us to. I guess what it would be a. I, I guess you would say, a, for lack of a better word, a gravel pit. It was just this big, wide open field with dirt mounds here and there, all over the place, and there was dirt bikes riding everywhere. So they said, here, you take this one. And Tim, you take this little one. And his sons were riding on bikes of their own too. And we were, I I don't recall how you were doing. I I know I was fumbling around. That was my first exposure to a motorcycle. Oh, I was like my first exposure to actually riding a motorcycle. And all I can remember was every time I made a turn, I would make these steep turns and the bike had this automatic shutoff feature. If you leaned too far, it would shut off. Uh And all I know is, like, every time I turned, it shut off because, like, I was leaning too far. (laughs) But that was my first experience with a motorcycle. I never, of course, I didn't own one at the time. My next experience, uh, I had, I do know, for some reason, Yamahas keep coming into the work because that's what it was. Um, But I had a Yamaha 125. This was, I was in the Navy. I was stationed in Guantanamo Bay. This is 1977, way back when. And uh, this is before the Guantanamo that everybody now knows (laughs) back then. It was a whole different game back then. It was, it was actually an active military base back then. Um, not that it isn't now, but it's less in a sense as it was then. But, uh, one of the other, uh, sailors that I worked with on the base is he was departing. He was being shipped out and he says, I'm selling my bike. Do you want it? So $400 later, I now own this bike. I take that back. I'm sorry. It was a Suzuki 125. Okay. I don't remember the model number, but it was practically, well, it looked brand new. Um, but little did I know, underneath the skin, it had issues, <laughs> one of which was a bad carburetor because it just would not hold on to fuel well at all, <laughs> and it would spit and sputter, and it would fart out the carburetor, basically. <laughs> and it had a, it, probably the worst part of it is it had a, uh, Bullet well, had a clutch issue. I <laughs> thought it was a sticky throttle. <laughs> well, the, well, there was that. It was the, the sticky throttle and bad clutch. So, and when I say bad clutch, it could have been, it could have been a sticky clutch cable. I don't know. You just never knew when the clutch was going to grab. And um, <laughs> uh, on, on one like particular occasion, um, well there was two incidences. It was the second incident that I said, "You know what? It's time for me to get rid of." This. But the first incident, I was. I was wasn't working that day, so I was just like tooling around. Mind you, I didn't have a license, so I was just like, "Did you was, need one down there?" Yes, on the bay.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
0: So I was just, uh, but I wasn't now, on the. With,
1: now, is that with or without helmet?
0: Uh, without. Without. I didn't have a helmet. Okay. But I was. That with, explains a lot. <laughs> it does explain <laughs> a lot. But uh, I was just like cruising around the barracks. There was uh, some guys were playing baseball, and, and we, I was just cruising around, just like on a dirt, just not really going crazy, and. Um, I was coasting up to where I was going to park the bike and I was just revving a little bit and I had, revving a little bit and I was letting the clutch out a little bit. Well, the clutch decided it was going to go all the way out and it was when, well, it was in, in, in mid-rev and it, well, the bike took off and uh, I, found, I found myself resting in some bushes next to the building, next to the barracks. Um, the fucking like, Bronco, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bronco indeed. Uh, and the next time I was sitting there, I was making some, I was sitting on a bike, I was revving it. I thought it was a neutral. It wasn't neutral when I was revving it and I was sitting there making an adjustment to the carburetor cause it didn't seem to be, it wanted to stall, but it was at that one point where the clutch decided it wanted to grab. It actually decided it didn't want to be in neutral anymore. And it, the bike took off with me on it. So I was hanging on to it while it was doing a wheelie across the parking lot. Um, I, well, I had to lay it down. So.
1: so you got the freeze? Is that what you're saying? No, I you did not get the, the freeze. freeze? I, no,
0: I, I was trying to avoid having it hit every car in the parking lot. <laughs> like a
1: regular ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, well,
0: I need to say very shortly thereafter, I got rid of it. I think I sold it for $100. bucks. i am not really sure. Wow. Back then, yeah. uh, I, finally, actually, I, I finally got my license in 87. That's when I On got what? It. Um, the, a guy I worked with had a... Honda, an old Honda Gold, one of the first incarnations of the Honda Goldwing. It wasn't a, it wasn't very big, but that's how I got my license. And, uh, in fact, his wife rode, and uh, he would teach me around the uh, apartment complex ride-to-ride. Ride. And then when we went for the test, I drove, uh, uh, the, I drove a, a truck down there, his truck, I drove his truck down there. And uh, his wife rode the motorcycle down. And then when we got down to the place, I took the test. And then drove the truck back. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I didn't, I didn't get a bike again until uh, I had opportunities to ride. I have a ride bike here and there, but I never owned. I didn't own one, owned a bike until 2004. That's when I got the Sportster. It was How a, old was it? Was ni- it was a 94 Sportster. It was a guy that I used to work with. He used to work for. It was his bike. And he never rode it. He, he would, How many he,
1: miles were on that one? Joe?
0: I got the bike. The bike was 10 years old. When I got it, it had 1,600 miles on it. Wow. So, what, 160 miles wow. a year average? Wow. So he did not ride it. But I had to go down to… Um, no, so
1: maybe he did, did that all in one year, and that was it. had to not him.
0: No, but I had to drive down to Florida to get it. And that's why I put it in the back of my pickup truck and drove back up. Dropped it off at the Harley dealer and said, fix it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it. Not that it was busted up, but it just... it just, just wanted to get just, serviced. just, just, just get serviced. I had that bike for 10 years. I put on 16,000 miles on it while I had it in the 10 years that I had it. And then finally... I saw this great deal on a 2003 100th anniversary Heritage Softail Classic, and I could not pass it up. Yeah, I know the feeling. Could not pass it up. So I I I bit the bullet and went and got it at uh, Brian's Harley-Davidson out in – where was that now? Pennsylvania? It was in In – I can't remember the name of the town. I want to say Levittown, but that's not right. (laughs) That's New York. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no. I can't remember the name of the town, but that's where I got it. And – and then I, the day I brought you and Chris out to look at bikes, and I pretended that I I didn't even know what the bike was. You know, I <laughs> yeah, pretended right, that yeah. I didn't know anything. Hey, You're I bought jerk. this You're by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was in November.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's right.
0: So it was in November. It's been it's, so you got to ride it a little bit to well, work, I, back
1: and forth to work. Before, well, first prior. first
0: thing is I had to ride that bike from the dealer back to Jersey, and which was an hour. An hour and fifteen minute ride for me, and uh, it was I don't know about forty five degrees out, and knowing that this was going to happen, I did a preemptive strike and bought the winter riding suit. I got it from uh, the motorcycle superstore, right? And it was a uh, uh, if you look it up, I can't recall the name of it, but it was one hundred and seventy nine dollars. That's, and, this is
1: a riding suit. It's not a heated
0: suit. No, it's just, it's not a heated suit, but it's, uh, it's rated to, I think it was rated to uh, 10 below. Mm-hmm. Now uh, I, the only thing I had on, which wouldn't just,
1: be any good this winter. <laughs> were,
0: no, actually, uh, actually I actually, I'll tell you what I, I, it would have, and I, and I have aside from riding, I have used this suit for other than motorcycle riding. I've been out in, in snow up to my hips. Shoveling snow in this thing, and I'm perfectly warm. That's not warm. moving.
1: That's not moving. Well, when you're, on a motorcycle, you're not going 60 listen, miles an it, hour. It's I understand. like 20 degrees less. <laughs> you know? I
0: understand. Now, so, but this suit, uh, I, I said, got it from a motorcycle superstore. 179 dollars. It's uh, gray and black. Uh, has a bunch of pockets. On velcro strips going all the way down the sides of both legs, and of course, on the sleeves and up the front. Completely waterproof. That's a one piece, right? It's a one piece. Uh, getting in is really cool. You, you just, you just, and you don't have to, you don't have to bundle up underneath, just wear your regular clothes underneath it and you're good to go. You put your boots on and you put your feet through it and you do all the Velcro and everything like that. It, there's one thing about it that I don't like is that because the, uh, there's no under the foot elastic that keeps the leg of the pant, the pant leg down and it has a tendency to ride up over the boot so you'll get some wind shooting up your leg, possibly. Put
1: a rubber band around your
0: face hey, something. You know, something like that. You know, <laughs> you whatever. But You yeah,
1: shouldn't have to do that, though, if you're
0: paying no, that kind of money but, for a shoot. So you have to adapt. But what I uh, will say about this, though, is the Velcro that is on this winter riding suit is that super strong industrial stuff. So, like, when you're trying to take the suit off or put it on and you try to get your sleeves in, you got your arms behind your back, trying to get your arms in. And then if the Velcro around the sleeves happens to touch either arm, now you find yourself in a straight jacket. (laughs) And on a couple of occasions that happened to me, and it's like me, like, and you're like struggling to try to get your arms. But, um, I've worn that and my body would always be nice and comfortable, warm. The only thing, of course, as you would know, is the only thing that gets cold is your feet and your hands. Right. That's it. Yep. You know, if you got the full helmet like I, we both do, you do not get cold uh, on your face. Then, with the neck, I have the uh, fleece. Um, I guess you call it a fleece turtleneck. It's, a, it's a, right. it goes around the neck and keeps you super warm. It limits your range of motion with your head, but you know it keeps your it keeps your neck warm and you're good in that case. But it's again keeping the feet warm. I got heated grips on the new bike. Right and that's great for the palms it's great for the palms right absolutely <laughs> right. it's great for the palms and i got the harley davidson um gauntlet gloves these are wonderful gloves keeps your hands nice and warm except when you're going 65 miles an hour and that wind's battering them if you don't have the full fairing on the front of your bike it's going to do very little good because the back of your hands and your knuckles will get cold um <clears throat> i will be investing in some nice heated gloves very shortly what about the uh guards uh, the hand guards now you can I know the, the hand guards are available that will block the wind from hitting your uh, your hands on the grips. I don't know how well they work. I, I I see people with them, but I don't know much about them. And I have I could really just, don't know. just something for the winter. It could be something. I mean, it, you might it might extend your riding time maybe by a month. But then maybe. what do you do with your feet then? Well, if like you, you have the big bike with the fairings on the bottom. But like, yeah,
1: I don't have the fairings on the bottom. It's oh, it's right. You don't, you don't. I have, because of those, uh, I have two lights on my head. That's right. Are they mounted to the They're uh, mounted to it. So there's not, I mean, if unless I want to remove them, there's no place to put them otherwise.
0: Oh, so your lights are mounted to your engine guard? Yes. Oh, uh, see, because sure, sure, like yeah, with mine, I, well, I have the engine guard, but there's nothing mounted on them. So right. I could put the leather uh, covers on those right. to block the wind, which would be fine. Uh, the leather boots that I wear—they're not—they're not really winter boots, and they're steel toe as well. So what's going to happen is, you know, that steel on that toe is going to get a little nice, little cold for you, and just would, chill I, up. I, I don't the, know if I,
1: if I would wear steel toes on uh, on a motorcycle. There's always that chance that you could put your foot down for any reason, and it and it's going to. I
0: tell you why you want to wear steel toes while you're riding your motorcycle, and here's why: first-hand experience. I was riding my Sportster once, and I had steel toes and my, my older boots had so near steel toe, and I was making a turn uh, and the right where the the crest of the road, of course, as you know, and it goes down towards where the gutter would be. and right as I was making that dip, I was on the turn, gravel collecting in an area oh, and, I was, and I did that. and as, as I hit that, my back tire started to skid out, and because I'm on the pegs, my my foot. The toe of my foot scraped the ground. It wore the leather off down to the steel in the toe of the shoe. Wow. Now, if I did not have steel toes. You would have would, a spare toe. It, it, would it, wouldn't
1: have wore, have touched, it wouldn't have touched anything. It would
0: have wore down to oh, my toenails. So, you see.
1: <laughs> you shift with a toe. What's you What's the difference? toe.
0: <laughs> but, so, there's, there's good reason to have steel toe boots. All right. So um,
1: I, I guess it's a fifty-fifty. When yeah. you want to, or not, I don't, I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't well, want to crush I, my toes because I crush <laughs> my toes. I'm done.
0: Well, for how many months were I yelling? Was I yelling at you about wearing boots when you're riding, and you would wear those sneakers all the time?
1: Because it's all I had. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where the sneakers? Uh, yeah. No, I got boots the now. You got the I boots wear now, my boots. Good. I love my boots. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. You got to be comfortable. And now with my bike, with the uh, with the Heritage Softail, one of the things about this bike, it's got the Screaming Eagles factory Screaming Eagles right. on it, and it's loud. It's loud. And was it louder you know, than mine with the Red Hearts? Uh, uh, I I don't know. I I'll say it was close. Comparable. (laughs) It was close. It was close. But I do. I do remember. Like after a while, not because this was my first uh, introduction to having loud pipes on my own bike. I know the hour drive that I had home. By the time I got three quarters of the way there, I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of loud because my head is kind of rattling at that point." But you know, I've had opportunities to ride the bike since. You know, since that particular, I've ridden it back and forth to work a couple of times. So when I have a one-hour commute to work. And I've had a couple of chances to take it on. You know what? It's not so bad. I, it, it's actually kind of good. The, am I of the loud pipes save lives group? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Because, because now when I get to a train, I don't
1: get it. I, well,
0: hey, well, yeah, but, I got on. a horn,
1: <laughs> you know, and that's what's interesting. You know, the horn- I got four hundred lights on my
0: motorcycle, you know, yes, yeah, you know, <laughs> put the- them
1: on. <laughs> they don't see it, and that's they're a- they're not going to see it in my butcher ride. Right, if
0: they're not going to see it, they're not going to hear you. But the thing is, with the horn on, the horn on my bike is louder than the horn I have in my truck. So, right, there is that, right. but. When I get to a traffic light and I'm stopped and there's people next to me or people behind me or in front of me, I'm not the guy that has the bike and I'm revving and revving because I like to hear it. I'm not doing that because I know that maybe somebody wants to have a conversation with somebody in their car or God forbid wants to be on the phone. Um, and I'm also not one of these guys that likes to rev the engine when I go under a bridge. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> a lot of guys. A lot of guys. If you've ever been on a group ride, uh, it's just great. a thing to do. You know what's interesting is you you don't see the sport bike guys do that. No, because it just sounds like a loud sewing machine. Me. You know, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, but. It, it, the bike, it, I, I like it. I'm not going to change it out. The bike is absolutely gorgeous. It rides, ugh, I feel like I'm sitting on a sofa and the thing, it's, it's super comfortable. Mind. Now, now the Sportster <clears throat> was, was great. I've done some long rides on the Sportster and I would, I, you know, in one day, just, I mean, it's not like you can do a lot here in New Jersey. You can, there are a lot of, there is a lot of riding to do. Um, You know, it's 160 miles in, in one day. Well, it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, when you're, Cruising around in, the, in these roads in New Jersey, and believe me, 160 miles in New Jersey, and you're ready. You're done. You, you yeah. want you want to get off. No,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm sure you see a big difference between the bikes now.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh my Comfort god. Comfort is a. Bunch oh yeah. There. I, just in my one you hour. You don't mind commute,
1: riding so far now.
0: Well, no, in my one hour commute to work and from you know, going home uh, on the Sportster, um, I felt like I was like part of one of the Mad Max movies.
1: <laughs> I could see that. You know, the, I, yeah, the, yeah that I can imagine. The, yeah.
0: the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey, uh, if any of you have ever ridden <laughs> on this road, <laughs> it, it is the Golan, so I got the gloves to go with it. But, <laughs> and there's, there's this point on the Garden State Parkway. Uh, where this is what we call the Raritan Bridges, or they call them the Driscoll Bridges, which right. goes over the Raritan River. Now, for me, uh, my definition of North Jersey and South Jersey is the Raritan Bridges. If you're south of those, that's South Jersey. The Garden State Parkway is a little different there. It's not so. It's not so crazy, right? You know, you, you get a volume of traffic, but it's not. But once you're north of the Driscoll Bridges, it is. It's, it gradually is, it's, starts getting worse. It's that's mayhem. Right. It's 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 akin to the the New Jersey Turnpike. It's just it's right. maddening. Um now you have five lanes of traffic uh which will, will remain five, five lanes of traffic pretty much right through I guess the one, exit 142 area, which is up around uh, West Orange, or, the, or, the West Orange. While, that's where it gets worse, and that's where it even gets worse because well, now, in Union and even worse. Union area, because now now it narrows after the toll booth because New Jersey is the toll capital of the world. Now, right after that toll booth in Union, it narrows down to three lanes each direction, and it's a raceway. Exactly. And the road—I've never seen a highway where you're doing fifty-five, sixty miles an hour, and then it's just got some tight curves, and it's going left and right and up and down. And it's like—it's just absolutely maddening. But that commute on the Sportster was, like I said, like being in a Mad Max movie. Well, you it's know, like, it's
1: like you're riding a bicycle in a highway.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But, and it's yeah, and you
1: feel very not comfortable because you know you feel
0: very exposed. And, and, and that's
1: I, see, but that's the whole thing. That's when when I had the. Um, my uh, Yamaha. Yamaha. That's the way I felt too. That's why I kept on saying it. I felt uncomfortable because here, here you're riding 70 miles an hour and this thing is struggling to stay at that <laughs> because it's only a 650, and and I'm riding and I just felt uncomfortable because I didn't have the power to get me out of issues if I needed to. Right. And that's what you feel like when you're on a small bike on these things. Oh sure. Now I'm sure guys with sports bikes would argue differently. Because but their bikes are a hundred percent they're
0: they're they're geared differently for one
1: and they're a lot lighter they're a lot lighter maneuverable you light. know i mean
0: even the Yamaha was a light bike, but it was geared differently yes. you take yes. that bike and put it on a, a different frame and you give it different gearing and it's going it's going to ride differently it's going right. to it's going to move differently but that bike was uh, obviously it was meant to be a cruiser yeah. it's it was meant to be a cruiser for for your local rider i mean right you know, if you commute to work what point two hey, miles? Hey, 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 hey! hey.
1: <laughs> all right, it's three quarters of a mile. Three all right? quarters of a mile commute. <laughs> um, but I take the back roads. But you
0: take the back, it's, <laughs> and it's a mile that way. It's a mile that way. Right? <laughs> uh, but no, the, the 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 Sportster on 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 the on the highway uh, it was it, because it, it weighed just a hair under five hundred pounds. And all right. Even with the windshield on it and a two-up seat and in the bags, it, well, okay, maybe it came in at 500 even, but on the highway, if if a truck blew by me, I would feel that wind. If somebody's in front of me and in that's, a van, that's, that's you, know, you feel that wind. It's a little unsettling. Um, and even hitting, uh, you hit up uh, some sort of a hole... In a road in New Jersey, that doesn't happen in New Jersey.
1: No, no. and there's not much room to maneuver. Either. No, there's I mean, not, you, and, you, it, and you, yeah. that's why you always have to give yourself a lot of more room.
0: So, but the the sports though, like I said in that in that environment, that made you want, that made me think, you know what, I, I love the bike, it's, it's fun to ride locally into little short jaunts. But you know what, I want something a little bigger, you know. And when I got the Heritage, and a couple times that I had ridden it back and forth to work before the weather went south, um, it it was it was pleasant. But so, you
1: wanted the V Rod. Now aren't you?
0: Aren't you, 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 know, you know, aren't you
1: glad you didn't get the V
0: Rod? No? <laughs> I've got this. I got this thing for the V Rod, and it is because it's it's a, a cool ass looking bike oh, for a while. And it's I know it's a rocket ship. Yeah, but you know, no, no, and the thing no. is, I, I I I know people who have ridden it, and a lot of people would, uh, most of the guys at the Harley dealers would say, I'd say oh, I'm interested in the V Rod, and they go like, Have you ever ridden one? And no, like, you're over fifty. You no.
1: deserve a re re Rod. Okay. <laughs>
0: see now why would you now why would you want to go there no, no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, why would you want to no, go no, I'm there I'm sorry it's, it's just not right you know a V-Rod is like the,
0: well the thing about the V-Rod is because it's, it's a, a phallic effort. symbol no whoa easy okay wow you, oh, that was okay cool
1: all right.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, so we're so so following? so. Well, what
1: else? When somebody drives no, a fan no, no, at your no. our age, what do they say? It's a phallic symbol. No. That's basically it. Your, well. It's your, your midlife crisis. <laughs> and that's what the, that's what. No, the V-Rod it's is. just
0: a cool ass bike. Oh, it's you know? a cool looking bike. Yeah, sure, but we're well, not that okay. young anymore. Well, let me get back to what I'm saying. So, I and I was told that if you know, it's one of the things about the V Rod is is it's just, it's just, it's, they say it's hard to keep the front end on the ground. I'm like, well, I guess if you're going to ride like that. But the thing that, I guess, changed my mind. The powered and I, unicycles? What are you saying? Pretty much. <laughs> is that uh, it's not passenger friendly. Right. And that was probably the big thing because uh, the wife, does want, you know, she wants to go with me. Uh, and it's, I mean, you could put a two-up seat on there, but it's still not really kind of made for that. Right. I still would like to ride one. You know, just to feel that So, in
1: way. other words, you want to have that as a second bike, well, or summer I, I, summer bike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as a summer bike, yeah. I you're right? I don't know. Right. I mean, but, yeah, yeah. But I tell you, I, I got the. I'm glad I've always liked the heritage because uh, because it's got that kind of classic look, but without looking too. Here I am. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want it. To, it's, but again, you know, the bike is, is you know, it's flashy. It's right. kind of, it's got a lot of chrome. On it. it is the hundredth anniversary edition, so it's got that silver and black paint scheme on it. And, uh, you know. and what
1: the uh, Harley Davidson a thousand times. On it's got it. the
0: Harley Davidson written like a ten thousand times right. within the paint scheme. It's a real, it's made with paint with real silver in it, and it's got the, uh, it's got the large spoke rims, which makes right. really nice yeah, with the white yeah, with, the with the white, white walls. walls. It's just, right. it's a gorgeous bike. It really is. So, but uh, that's where I'm at with that, you know, and uh, I'm looking forward to some great riding this year. What was the last ride we did last summer, last season? What was the last season? Was that the one where we went out? Um, well, we intended to do this big 200-something mile loop.
1: We ended up going, like, to, what was it, the, uh, we went up? To, to the, the Cycle Exchange. Cycle Exchange. Right. Which- that was-
0: they, that was a big disappointment.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, what it, what it comes down to is when you have to go to some place and they tell you you can't test ride the bike, that gives you pause. Yeah. You know, and makes you, why can't you ride it? What and that's and, that's it? and that's a, that comes from them not having the insurance
0: to let you do so. Well, you know what it is, is and, 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 and anybody will tell you this. You go to a Yamaha dealer and they'll go, well, you know, I don't know about test riding. You go to a BMW dealer and they're, going to, they're not going to let you leave until you test ride a bike. And you go to a Harley dealer, and which is where everybody should take a lesson from. If you go to a Harley dealer and say, I would like to test ride a bike, they basically throw you the keys and say, we'll see you later. Right. You know, And that's just the thing. So if you go to a place like Cy- uh, Cycle Exchange, which specify, uh, specializes in used bikes, Right. and you say you want to test ride a bike, they're going to go, no. Well, I'm not going to put them down. I mean, they have, yeah, a, lot, they have a lot of bikes. They have a and huge selection. And I, I, give I, that.
1: I, I want to guesstimate that they had like over 100 bikes there. Oh, Easy, uh, easily, right?
0: easily. Now, Maybe 200.
1: Uh, but I think what they're, they're getting there is the bikes that the dealers don't want because uh, they have too many miles Well, a, those
0: them. are also a lot of trade-ins. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Or, what or I, you know what I'm saying? Because
1: yeah. if you go to a dealer... They're going to have bikes that don't have as many miles on them, used bikes. Usually, now, you go yeah. there, their bikes are going to have a lot more. Right. We're talking fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 miles. Right. When you get in that range, now you got to worry about when the engine has to be redone and all that stuff. So that's what you got to look at. Right. And I think that's what they
0: are. I mean, yeah, they, I and mean, it, like their, for example, their prices um, are good. I can't complain. Oh, the, Absolutely. And I take for example, a cycle exchange, which reminds me of uh, the chopper exchange online, dot right. Now, granted they bikes from all over the country. And it's fantastic that the, the choice you have to choose from, from there. I even had, when I sold my sportster, I listed it on there and I got a lot of activity and interest from people all over the country but i wasn't going to ship the bike to texas or wherever you know cuz i wasn't going to be responsible for that but anyway regardless but like that you have access to a myriad of bike styles bike types sizes everything and the price ranges are just amazing you can get a lot of bike for a little bit of money but again you're not test riding it
1: well, well you don't in know the same what size, like to but you know i i bought mine from ebay I didn't yeah. get a chance to test ride it. It's, eBay's the same But it's a, a Harley electric lodge. But what you you're see, getting. but I also bought it from somebody who was a Harley guy. Right. You know, exactly. he was all Harley. Every part on that thing was Harley. Yes. It wasn't no side stuff on there. So you, so got, you knew who you're right. buying it from. He had the records and everything. So I knew I
0: was getting a good deal. Exactly. So now, so it's much better to buy that used bike from an individual than it is to buy it from a third party dealer. It's kind of like going to buy a right. car. Let's say that whereas, like, if you're going to buy a car, you want to buy a certified pre owned, which you would get from a Harley Davidson deal. You get that certified pre owned, but you're not going to get that same
1: yeah, guarantee right. from
0: Billy Bob's motorcycles. Right. You know, but buying a motorcycle from Jack, who has three Harleys and he's, you know, 55 years old, well, you're going to trust Jack. Because he knows what he's talking about. But you got a great deal. You know, nice I got selling
1: m- his motorcycles. Oh, come on. On.
0: <laughs> I mean you got your I got my bike from a dealer, I got certified pre owned and the thing is in great condition. It's it's fantastic. Right. But that being said, I have to bring the now, bike. Now,
1: now, now we were talking about your suit. Okay. Do yeah. you
0: have a rain suit? I do not, but I will be getting a rain suit.
1: Now um see I have two. I, and I use one I had one that's the um a one piece. Right. Which was good for keeping dry, but it's annoying to put on. Right. I, so I, I went and bought a two piece, and I keep that in the Harley along with a cover, because I think whenever I go places and a chance of rain, like I usually, I take my bike to work in the summer. Right. And if it had a chance of rain, I'm putting it Your a whole
0: on. seven point seven point seven five mile commute. <laughs> I
1: take the long way home, all right? And I stop for a slurpee on the way home, all right? <laughs> I don't okay. want to hear it. <laughs> and good thing there's no KFC clear by. I'd be in every day too. Oh, we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> but no, as far as it goes with the rain suits, I majority of the rain suits that I'm seeing are two piece. Right. Um I, I'm I can understand the one piece because you're not there's no seams for you to get no leakage, right? The two-piece, while they're more convenient and easier to get in and out of, you run the risk of getting wet because of there's the waistline seam. Exactly. Because, you don't know, have that. Right. Um, like I said, more, majority of the suits that I'm seeing, are all two-piece. Or so I'm not sure which way I want to go. Yeah, well, the
1: one thing I don't have is the boot, the boot covers. Right. And yeah. I think that's important too, that's because very important. especially like if we're going up to uh, Americade, for instance, right. and perhaps we run into rain on the way up. I don't want to get there and be there for a week with wet shoes. (laughs) I mean, that would be bad. So, so that's why I think that's an important thing to have, just for the comfort of it, it. Depending on where you're going, if you're going for the going out. Riding for the day That's a different story Because you come home And you can dry out your shoes But if you're going someplace And going to be there for a while That's a different story
0: Right exactly This concludes part one Of episode one Please tune back in again You'll hear part two And don't forget to visit us On the website Which is www.motorcyclemen.us You can send us all kinds of messages there If you want Give us some feedback And we'll definitely reply Um and a lot more fun, goofy stuff by the Motorcycle Man. Thanks for listening.